What's up, guys? This is the regular people. I'm here with my boy, Dan the Man. Dan Brasino. And I'm here with Java Beans. Jarvis Anderson. And today, we want to talk to you about colonialism. Now, we all know that we're dependent on white people. So, how does that affect you, Dan, and uh, today? Well, fuck, dude. Like, the fact that we have to, like, really... We're at the fucking mercy of the colonizer mindset, I would say. Like, now, the colonizer mindset is just, like, that sort of white is right kind of feeling. Not No, not exactly white is right. More just, like, the dominant race of said, like, place or country or whatever is, like... It affects us no matter what as we live as minorities in this fucking white-ass country. Mm. Now, how do you feel like you experience, like, colonization, like, within yourself, Jarvis? Uh, man, it's just, uh, I think it has to do with, uh, not only anything, not having any, uh, financial standing in today's world, you know? Exactly. Um, food is sold to me. Water is sold to me. Ideas. Ideas, yes. And you literally have no place in the world because they own everything. They own your fucking life. They own the great grand mind share of everything around you, including like movies, media, mm. music, and everything. Like, fucking, what, would Taylor Swift be popular if she was black? Hell no. No, she wouldn't have the fucking money to kind of get her shit off the ground, you know? I mean, I don't hear too much about fucking Taylor Swift nowadays, to be honest. Ah, oh, no, because all she writes about is boyfriends. Like, that's lame. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I want to hear some real shit, all right? Exactly. I want to hear fucking, I want to hear about people's struggles in the most fucking groovy tunes I could listen to, man. Mm-hmm. That's why fucking, like, uh, music from, like, fucking black communities, Hispanic communities is, like, so fucking nice. It's just that you... You're not really subject to kind of like that, mm-hmm. the the colonizer music, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, um, the music back then was uh, a lot better than today, you know? Because it's just about sex, money, and drugs. That's it. Literally. Yeah. I can fit any song into that, uh, that topic. Now, I would have to disagree with you on mm-hmm. that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like now is the best fucking time to get into music, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, pop pop music mm-hmm. definitely fucking it's all just there to like sell you the fucking sex money drugs all day every day but i feel like various artists like uh especially if you kind of like dig a little deeper mm-hmm. it there's more than enough like actual like substance out there mm-hmm. it's just that you gotta fucking look past the commercial music in okay. order to actually like access it you know mm-hmm. like People are always going to make fucking good music, man. That's true. That's true. People are always going to make, like, quality entertainment. It's just that you got to go looking for it. Mm-hmm. Because what's being sold to you, what's in front of you, like, in the mainstream, is going to be some fucking trash. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. I was just listening to uh, that DJ Cowley, uh, his new music. Like, uh, he has a song called Let's Go Crazy or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why? My ears are bleeding. I- Oh, but dude, the white girls love love fucking dancing to that shit, you know? Mm, yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe they're not doing so much dancing now. Now that fucking uh, COVID's actually like winding down, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. 
I was kind of expecting, like, we were going into, like, fucking 2022, like, still dealing with this bullshit. Maybe we are. Mm. Maybe we're getting lied to by fucking colonizer government, you know? Exactly. You know how, like, uh, black and black and other minorities were fucking disproportionately affected by COVID. That's another form of colonialism. Mm. That sort of, like, uh, they want to kill us, man. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Man, I mean, if you stop to think about it, like... Another form of the colonizer mindset is the laws, the laws that we have to follow. Oh yeah. All right. You can't you can't drink until you're uh twenty one. You know. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't do that. So you're telling me that I can't physically do what I want to do, or whatever I want to put my mind to. I mean, I feel like as long as you're you're an adult, you're of sound mind. I feel like you should be able to do whatever's within like the legal like maybe not the law exactly just like do whatever you want to as long as it doesn't harm anybody else like mm. you know like fucking things like drinking and driving is fucking stupid mm. because well you're affecting somebody else mm. but laws like uh roe v uh not a law exactly but like a, something like roe v wade is just like mm. that's the colonization of females is what it's trying to fight against you know legal abortion and mm. things like that like kind of just being able to have autonomy over yourself as a human being you know mm. like i feel like nowadays especially like in the digital age there's no real autonomy of the actual self you mm. know especially that goes double if you're a fucking minority because you're always at the mercy of the fucking the colonizer police mm. And police brutality, knowing that any fucking, any traffic stop, any kind of rule break can end with your fucking life being taken from you by some fucking white pig. You can't, it's like, you can't, you can't do anything now, you know? Like, uh, I mean, this like literally goes into censorship too. With, um, how I would say it, uh, like fact checkers checking like, uh, COVID, uh, COVID vaccine posts, you know, on Instagram or Facebook, you know? Or fucking uh, the U.S. media talking about how uh, there's nothing bad going on in Palestine, guys. Fucking all those Israelis that that you see on uh, on fucking YouTube and everything on your fucking social media, that's fake news, all right? They're our allies. They're, they'll do nothing wrong. It's the most moral army in the world as they're fucking gunning down fucking kids and shit. Mm. You know, like... You, I mean, honestly, man, you got to be naive to think that America cannot do something this evil, you know? Dude, I feel like America is, like, on some supervillain shit, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, mm. so do you know, like, uh, what Hitler used as a framework no, for I didn't. the Holocaust? Mm-mm. Tell me. He used the fucking, uh, the reservation system used against Native Americans as a base to go from, because... The fucking U.S. is like, mm. may as well be the fucking masters of fucking genocide. Like, you fucking take a look at, like, at U.S. history. It's just a fucking, it's a history of bloody wars, bloody genocides, and fucking just absolutely destroying any sort of minority population that they can get their fucking hands on. Honestly, uh, like, uh, there's, um, there's places like, um... How do you say it? it? It's an event that just happened. Um, t- the Tulsa riots. Tulsa riots. Yeah. Juneteenth. 
Yes. We are actually fucking, we're, we're right on the heels of Juneteenth. Mm. Uh, maybe not on the heels, but it's tomorrow. Mm. And oh, you, you fucking hear about the Tulsa riots and you just want to fucking burn shit down, man. They dropped a fucking bomb on that neighborhood, dude. How the fuck, like, what, what purpose does that serve, like, killing populations like that? It's just, it's another, it's a form of oppression that's just, all it is is just, it promotes white supremacy. Yeah, honestly. Man, man, I think what it is, is envy, too. Because, you gotta think about it. All, all this time, every single, like, uh, if you watch shows like Ancient Aliens, right? You would yeah. see, like, minorities or other indigenous populations. Uh, H.A. Aliens spread this propaganda as if aliens helped them build it. When in actuality, there's documented evidence that these natives had the technology and the mindsets to create those uh, pyramids. Yeah, because it's, like, it's unfathomable to the white colonizer mind that, like, uh, other fucking populations, like, all these blacks, they're good for nothing. They got no intelligence or anything like that. When they've created, like, fucking civilizations just as great, if not greater before, but they were just destroyed by these colonizing fucks. Like, uh, the Aztec. Yeah, Aztec, Aztec. population. The Toltec. Like, dude, fucking, you take a look. They had a fully functioning society. They had fucking, they had healthcare and everything. It's just that, oh, these savages... Like you, you fucking uh, you, you read about like how uh, these Native Americans when the when the white colonizers first landed, they tried being peaceful mm. and everything, and in typical colonizer fashion, oh hey, you guys want to get subjugated? Mm. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, we're gonna rape your women and we're gonna kill your men. All right, when uh, you're gonna be cool with it, right? Mm. Obviously, no, but. We're at that point now where it's like you see Native American population so fucking devastated now. You, do you know like how fucking sparse like reservations are right now, Jarvis? No, not not at all. But I mean, you barely hear about Native Americans. Like you like uh, have you ever seen like uh like uh the land maps of like Israel and Palestine? Uh yeah, it's like that where it's just like you have like these tiny little pockets of land that these once huge tribes that yeah. they they fucking they used to occupy the whole fucking country now they're just like left to these like little ghettos left to fucking to rot pretty mm. much like they get no support from the actual u.s government you hear like stuff about like the keystone pipeline how mm. the colonizers need their fucking oil so we're gonna go through native land kill your fucking water sources and now, force you out yeah, exactly. Force you out. For for what? For another fucking dollar. Like the dollar is supreme in the world, honestly. You know what? I was reading a book, um, actually. I literally forgot what it's called. Um Oh, it's called American Holocaust. And um in this book, it um it said um it said that the, actually white people, because Indians wanted to uh, they they were their society was much better, you know, their family life, yeah. that, that some whites want to go live with them. And that uh, there were there were other uh, individuals trying to stop them from living with them because their their life was peaceful. <laughs> exactly, dude. You you hear about like the, I mean, obviously there was conflicts and everything in various Indian populations. 
But like, you you hear about the societies that they used to have, and they were super communal. They were looking out for each other, and everything. Like they had like complete like individual freedom, and they're always just like looking out for each other. I think that comes with the, just their extended families, maybe. Exactly, but the typical colonizer mindset dictates that like you have to be able to monetize everything the land the people the fucking animals around you while like while these natives they fucking they lived among the land they were of it mm-hmm. you know they showed great respect to it and it was like it wasn't until like uh when columbus landed in 1492 mm. that it was just like Oh shit! <laughs> They're gonna exploit it for everything it's worth. We're gonna take all the gold, all the fucking mineral resources. We're gonna take all the fucking furs and shit. And it's it's gross. It's just it's another form of exploitation, another form of oppression, mm. with you, among many. Mm. You know. You know what? Uh, you you did you hear about uh Africa? How China is trying to exploit Africa? Uh, they're uh basically um the Belt and Road Initiative. I think so. Going on. I I mean I heard they were like building ports and shit, but like mm. uh, you hear a lot about like uh especially from like U.S. media and everything. Mm-hmm. You hear how it's like oh it's supposed to be debt entrapment and everything, but they're actually like forgiving like loans that mm-hmm. they're actually giving to like African countries mm-hmm. so that they can actually develop. After years of being fucking raped by, by the Western like Society. Western countries, mm. because Africa was raped, man, mm-hmm. raped for everything it was worth, and in its wake, they're they're just left with fucking barely anything, man, and like uh, you hear about like countries like Burkina Faso, mm-hmm. that are like, uh, do you know who Thomas Sankara is? Uh, no, actually, uh, tell me. He was actually a Marxist Leninist, who. Uh, who came into power after bloody revolution and everything, but he he had an initiative of like, okay, we're gonna fucking plant a bunch of trees, start fighting off the Sahara Desert, uh, we're gonna start uh, we're gonna ban polygamy, so that uh, women actually start having rights in this in this uh in this country and everything, like pretty much just trying to be self determined self determining. While, like, uh, trying to build up the country's resources and everything. Start, like, actually giving people an education. Mm-hmm. But then the French decided, hey, buddy, why the fuck are you trying to flourish here? <laughs> and they promptly killed him. Wow. It, it, this is dirty. See, the French are super villains, too. It's fucking most, like, European, Western countries. Like, all these white Anglo caucasian fuckers they it's just they have a long bloody history of just subjugating any any sort of like actual populations that do want to be like friendly they and they kind of just take that as weakness Mm. you know and then they promptly fucking rape them for all their worth take everything that of value, strip the fucking houses of copper wiring, you know? Yeah. Just not, until nothing's left. left. And now we're seeing the the effects of that colonialism. You, you're starting to see populations starting to fight back. Like in Palestine, like they're actually, you, you see them fucking shooting like thousands of rockets. Rockets back, yes. Yeah, some... Oh, dude. 
when I saw that, I was like, what the heck? Well, dude, you you start to think, like, okay, what 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 did the Israelis have to do in order to fucking uh-huh. actually, like, warrant this response? And you fucking, you cut the footage of, like, kids fucking getting kicked, like, mm. fucking shot and everything. And then you, and then uh, what I saw... Mm. Was like, while, while the Palestinians were fighting back with like guns and all these rockets and shit, the Israelis were coming through with like fighter jets, fucking, like, actual like weapons of war tanks. Wow. And just, oh shit, they're they're meeting this like sort of uh, they're meeting this this like uh retaliation force after everything that they've done, all the stolen land, all the. All the dead children, all the fucking mm. orphans they've left in their wake. And you know what? They feel like, we're defending ourselves. We're defending ourselves. And fucking, obviously, the U.S. is going to kind of, like, uh, repeat that line to mm. us. Yeah. Justifying their fucking evil actions while is like while Palestinians have their homes taken from them. Mm. All their land taken from them. Their lives taken from them. And... What are they supposed to do? Exactly. You're supposed to fucking just take it, turn the other cheek? No, see, yeah, that's what, um, you know what, that reminds me of, like, Martin Luther King, and I totally disagree with his, uh, his rhetoric, you know? If somebody, if somebody kicks you down, you kick them down. That's, that's exactly what you gotta do. There's, I think we've just been brainwashed by religion, you know? I, I think, yeah, we've also been kind of like, uh, because Martin Luther King was actually a fucking socialist, dude. Uh, yeah, also, uh, like, towards the end. Yeah, definitely towards the end. That's why they killed him. Because mm. he started spreading a, a, a actual socialistic message. And, uh, and obviously, the powers that be don't take too kindly to that kind of rhetoric. Mm. They promptly fucking killed him. And any sort of change is met by force, met by censorship, mm. met by police brutality. Like... That's why I feel like Black Lives Matter kind of just, like, doesn't have any teeth anymore. I mean, honestly, like, uh, you're, you're right, man. I, I've noticed, like, the only time something happens uh, in the black community is when there's a protest or a riot that happens. That's when Riots the change comes. the voice of the unheard. Yes. Riots are the voice of the unheard. Mm. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. And fucking the only way that we're going to see any sort of actual change to... All this like colonizer mentality, everything like that. So we actually have to fight back physically mm-hmm. in terms of ideas, in terms of actual like self determination. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you see what happened with Fred Hampton and the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. They killed him because they they were actually getting somewhere. Yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, honestly, like uh, the free breakfast program. It was, um... The FBI said that was the greatest threat to American democracy was a fucking breakfast program. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. That, that that comes with the fear of minorities, you know? Exactly. It, you're, you're fearing the potential of a people who, who could uh, become greater than you. And you know what? The fucked up part is that most minorities, they just want equity. Mm-hmm. Imagine what... Like, what would happen if we wanted revenge? 
Oh, yeah. It would be something completely different. It would be something completely different. You know what? That reminds me of um, Killmonger. Killmonger from Black Panther. Like, um, it, it was more so it was more so Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, if you think about it. Um, uh, Killmonger was Malcolm X and Black, the Black Panther yeah. uh, was... He was uh, kind of. He was kind of like. Not Malcolm. Uh, Martin. I feel like black. The actual Black Panther, like T'Challa, mm. he was more standing in for like uh, somebody who hold, upholds like the status quo. Yeah, yeah. Killmonger was supposed to be like a a radical, like sort of uh, so like an actual radical. Mm. But that's why I feel like Marvel movies are like kind of just that modern form of propaganda mm. because they paint Killmonger as. As somebody who's, oh, he's too violent. Like, oh, of course, like, the whole point that he was trying to make was that, like, all these oppressed peoples, why are you not doing anything for them after, like, all all these, we have all this wealth. And all the technology. All the technology, but you do nothing for your actual fellow man with it. So, could you call T'Challa a sellout? Yes, T'Challa is a fucking sellout, dude. But... In typical propaganda fashion, they paint Killmonger as somebody who's out insane, out of their fucking depth, mm. you know? And, like, you get people going like, man, Killmonger actually has a point, though. Exactly. And, but they paint him as, like, a fucking, they paint him as, like, somebody who's just, like, murderous in their intent. And you know what's the funniest fucking part? Mm-hmm. There was a side character that was an actual CIA agent who's trying to, like, help out, like, the Black Panther. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so ironic. That's so ironic. Wow. And it's, like, it just kind of, like, paints, like, uh, American foreign policy so, like, nicely. Uh, especially, like, you see with, like, regime changes, like, mm. Latin America and Africa. Mm. And, like, out in, like, Asia as well. Just, oh, hey, we're, we're going to uphold this capitalistic, like... Mm hegemony this like capitalist order that it, that it benefits these white colonizers because i feel like i feel like uh mm. why you see so much pushback against like these movements of like we want black self-determination we want latino self-determination we want asian self-determination yeah is that whites feel like if they do retaliate, they're going to treat us just as bad as we treated them. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we don't want that. I mean, some do. Some do. Some some people do. And they're fucking justified. Honestly. Yeah, it's justified. After years of fucking genocide, after years of oppression, I have I do not fucking blame people for wanting to fucking like, hate white people for everything that they stand for. And the fucking... Of course, there's... You... Like, there's mm. no fucking mm. reason not to. You know, you know, there was this professor who, uh, basically, she came out with um, uh, um, a strong statement saying that she uh, wants to k- uh, kill all white people. This was, that was, it was just recent, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I heard about this. I, I, I think uh, Jarvis is pulling it up right now. But, like, it's a logical conclusion to come to after... Like you read, you're reading history, and you see like the effects of what's going on, and you see the continued oppression going on as well. You, all you can just like think is like, why the fuck haven't we done anything yet? 
But I I feel like uh, we're so propagandized as people, as minorities, mm. into like kind of upholding the white order that mm. we can't help but like work against our own self-interest. Here, uh, here it is. It says, Yale, this is from the Independent Coal UK. Yale limits access to talk by academic who said she had fantasies of shooting white people. Hey, I don't blame her. I did too. I do too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Man. Uh, but there, there's some good ones out there. Mm. Uh, you know how they like they say, mm. oh, you're one of the good ones, huh? Mm. <laughs> There, there's, there's some good white people out there. They, mm. they're, they're gonna help us. Uh, they're allies and everything, mm. but they're few and far between. Yeah, honestly, man. I mean, if, if I, if I want to approach this with a more critical thinking, let's be honest, man. Like, there are no good ones if you still upholding the system. Yeah. Um, if you still upholding the, uh, the system and everything it stands for by uh, collecting your inheritance by, um. I don't know, just looking down upon uh, people of color. Explain other people. Yes. Fucking upholding like capitalism. If you're not actively fighting against capitalism, be it through educating yourself, be it through actually like taking action, activism and everything, you, you are defending the status quo. Yes, you are no ally. I mean, honestly, like uh, if you think about it too, Batman. Batman. He upheld the status quo. Oh, yeah. Be you know, there'd be a lot less like, a lot less criminals in Gotham if uh, Bruce Wayne actually fucking get, redistributed his wealth. You mm, know exactly because crime doesn't fucking come from like, it doesn't just like come out of thin air. There's fucking reasons for it. Mm. Like the average person doesn't want to fucking kill somebody for no reason. Yeah. What, what you see is like people robbing, mugging, <clears throat> shit like that. That's an effect of, like, not being able to have your fucking basic needs met. Yes. You know what? I had a class like that in uh, sociology. Yeah. I, I actually told the teacher, I'm like, but people would not have to steal if their basic needs were met. Yeah. You don't got to worry. If you don't have to worry about your fucking bills, you're happy, man. If you have every all your basic needs taken care of, like, what reason do you have to go out and kill somebody mm. for some fucking money? Not not only that, but uh, just um, just in general, you know, yeah. just uh, oppress people, you know. Exactly, but since it's not profitable to not be an oppressor, like fucking, you're not gonna see that in the modern U.S. Honestly, that's why great change needs to happen before we actually see any sort of like any actual like change to the system, mm. and like. Obviously, you're seeing that with, like, Black Lives Matter and everything, but, like, mm -hmm. there's no, especially after it's, like, kind of been, you see it all over, like, TV and shit, like, oh, we're gonna, like, post Mads and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, you're feeding back into the machine, uh, because capitalism really loves to co-opt radical movements. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how, like, uh, all these companies are, like, coming woke? coming woke mm. fucking they put their pride flag in their fucking logos and shit yeah you know how fucking pride started through a fucking riot at stonewall in really? chicago wow i thought it still was like uh, obama no they're burning fucking cop cars jarvis oh snap i didn't hear about this 
Exactly. You don't fucking hear about like the actual revolutionary history of this country because there's no value in fucking teaching people exactly like what exactly happened. Like mm-hmm. these oppressors need us to be like need us to like kind of think like oh there's no way out. Mm-hmm. So might as well try to succeed in the system, you know. You know what? I think yeah. Also, even uh, the celebrities uh, they preach that too. You know, yeah. The, you just gotta vote, and everything's gonna change. <laughs> Sorry, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. They oh. they they getting too rich. The money is too good. They don't want anything to change. Yeah. You need to come out of that mindset. Oh man, I fucking <sighs> what? I think yeah. Twenty twenty. I was actually out in Iowa to help with the uh, Bernie Sanders campaign. Oh yeah, you know I saw I saw uh, yeah. I saw that you were helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking just I I felt like I was gonna things were actually gonna happen. We're we're gonna actually see some real change, you know? But then everything happened with the election and then you get fucking a ghoul like Joe Biden mm. being the front runner when obviously Bernie would have fucking won. Bernie should have won. Bernie should have won, but they fucked him. And you know what he did in retaliation? Mm. Nothing. Because in the end, he's just supposed to defend the status quo. Mm. He's supposed to be the one to say, like, vote. Vote for your interests. Mm. But voting gets you fucking nothing, dude. It's, uh, it's the actions of the people. Exactly. That gets you something. The only way you're going to see actual fucking change is if we struggle for it. You know what? Uh, remember that event that happened in France? Where the officials were getting called out by the people, yeah, and everybody went uh went forth to uh, cast them out of their offices. Yeah, dude. Like, the only way that you're gonna see actual fucking change is if people actually start fucking <laughs> banging on doors and go like, "We are gonna cut your fucking heads off," or you're either gonna help us or we're gonna cut your heads off. You know? Yeah. That that I, that's I don't know. Like some people may think that's extreme, but that's that's how bad it is. You you left us with no other choice but this. Exactly. And the only way, and you know how they respond? Mm. Like even to like the most peaceful protests, they respond with force. You yes. Any anything. Anything. You ever seen that one video of this woman in her house mm. while the police were marching through her fucking neighborhood? Uh, no, uh, so mm. she was just filming them and she was, I don't think she said anything. Mm. They shot a fucking tear gas, tear gas grenade into her house and started shooting rubber bullets at her when like, like they were, she was just filming. Wow. This was like when it was like, like full swing, like mm. fucking after George Floyd died, I think maybe like a week or two after. Yeah. Like fucking... Just people up in arms, like, over it. And you see these cops in, like, fucking tanks, man. Mm. The National Guard gets called, you know? Like, if they're responding like this to peaceful protests, then what the fuck's the point of having peaceful protests? Exactly. The only way that these violent fucks are gonna, like, understand what exactly that we need as people Mm -hmm. is the language of violence. Yeah, respond, violence with violence. I mean, this country was built on blood, so it only makes sense they'd be destroyed with spilling blood. You have to spill blood, and 
But a lot of people don't like to hear that. A lot of people like to think like, okay, we can vote the problem out. We can, we can do this peacefully. But if you do it peacefully, eventually you, your fucking movement gets co-opted. You know what? Um, even with uh, Gandhi's movement, you know, Martin Luther King's movement. Do you see how long that took versus the protests and the riots? You see how fast that changed, you know? Yeah. Like, immediately, there was, like, laws coming in, like, okay, we got to sign this in the, in the effect... Otherwise, we're we're gonna have fucking bricks through our windows for our local governmental offices, or we we uh we, we might wake up and see this hair is being chopped off. Now I want I want to go back to uh, Gandhi. Actually, mm. Gandhi was a fucking racist who upheld the case system. Wow, uh, a deeply racist system that like just is colonialism like bare naked for all to see. Like, uh, the top, top, uh, like, it's actually, like, hierarchical, like, inequality is built into the system that, now, obviously, the case system has been banned, but uh-huh. it's still there socially, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, now you see places like India yeah. kind of, like, upholding that white colonizer, like, sort of mindset as well. And you get like uh, have you seen like uh, Indians for Israel? Oh no, I haven't actually. <laughs> you get these Indians who who are upholding like uh, the Israeli like sort of uh, that sort of uh, fucking we'll cut this out. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you you see them on there online, and then you know how the Israelis respond. How? Go fuck yourself. Like, because the Israelis are just as racist as the fucking Indians, and they hate Indians. Mm. Uh. <laughs> and even though they're allies, it's just like, mm. oh yeah, we we still hate we still hate you, brown fuckers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, uh. how fucked up is that? That like you you have this like sort of like slave mindset of like we need to uphold the white order. Mm. But you still you still get shit on. That's a sandball. The sandball. I think the misconception is, uh, like um, people think that Uncle Tom was the was the savior of the story in yeah. in, uh, in the book, but it was actually sandball. Sambo? Yes, sandball. They I, got the never, story confused. I never read Uncle Tom's Cabin. Mm. Uh, like what what exactly goes down in Uncle Tom's Cabin? Ah man, I um, if I can remember correctly, um, it was uh Uncle Tom. Who was uh, protecting um, uh, the slaves from being beat by their master? You know, okay. it, but it was actually Sambal who was being the, the snitch, the class traitor. Yes, pretty much. yes. I think that story, uh, the story actually came from uh, Canada, actually. Huh. But um, yeah, that's all I can remember for now. I want to uh, uh, dive deep back into it. I would have to read that too. Like that, I feel like that's like an important piece of literature to look at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude. Like no matter, even if you kind of like try mm-hmm. to uphold, uphold like the white order, mm-hmm. you still get shit on as minority. No matter what, they're gonna look at you like you're a piece of shit. Yes. So what's the point of like trying to like buddy buddy with them? You know why mm-hmm. are you trying to gonna why are you why do you want to succeed in 
a world that's gonna eventually chew you up and spit you out for everything that you're worth. You know what? You you uh you see that with uh Vietnam. You know, um, there's uh African American uh troops. You know that came back to a country who didn't celebrate them. You know, yeah. like uh, what um, you know how Muhammad Ali was basically fighting to not fight uh fighting against. Oh yeah, them? he was a conscientious uh, objector. Yes. Uh, he was fighting uh, to not fight in the war. And, and he, he was like, no no Vietnamese ever called me the N-word. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, this dude, it, this is powerful, you know? He yeah. stood for what he believed in. And what he was saying was the truth. Yeah, and I'm, I'm fairly sure he was a socialist, too. Like, you start looking into, like, these radical people in history, and you start, and you actually look into their past, you start seeing like patterns mm. just like oh man albert einstein was a socialist too you never hear about that you know what he also said racism is a disease of the whites for real like just people out there just want to be willfully ignorant mm. to like the world around them to history to like actual material conditions like because it makes them feel good, Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Because if white people actually realize that, like, oh, I'm helping uphold an unjust system, mm-hmm. they, they fucking, their minds would fucking break. Mm-hmm. Like, now some people do realize their part in the system, and they're probably the worst, worst of them all. Like uh, the fucking cynical ghouls that you see on top that actually are. Like, the people in the CIA selling crack to fucking black communities as another form of colonialism to fucking degenerate all these uh, thriving communities that once were. Mm. And you, it's just, I feel like that's just plain evil. You know what, uh, Chelsea Handler did, um, she did, um, oh my god. She did a episode on Netflix actually. Yeah. And in which uh she was actually confronting white people on the white privilege. Yeah. And what surprised me and what well it really didn't surprise me is that they did not own up to their their actions that were affecting the minorities. Well, yeah. Because they're taught from fucking since out of the womb that like Oh, hey, it's okay. It's okay to be a white person. You don't have to apologize for things that happened in the past when when they end up, like, upholding everything, you know? Mm-hmm. You that's, know? that's why you see things about, like, critical race theory coming up now, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, it's also called, uh, it's called Hello Privilege. It's me, Chelsea. For anybody who wants to see about what I'm talking about, it's a scene with, um, I say, four ladies they're talking about how their white privilege affects them in this world today. And they blatantly ignore how they profited from it. But uh, back to the critical race theory. Well, I was going to say, too, is that I feel like critical race theory in general is just like part of the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel like in the end, it's all about class. Mm-hmm. Because racism is kind of just used as a as a wedge keep us from truly uniting and fighting against our actual oppressors who are that ruling class, the fucking rich corporatists on top that want to fucking just 
take you for everything you're fucking worth. Mm. You know, the people currently, like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, mm. the people that are just bleeding everyone dry. And, like, what, what I feel like white people kind of, like, especially, like, working white people, they don't realize they have white privilege because they think, well... I'm fucking struggling right now. What what kind of privilege do I have right now? When in the end, they they don't have to fucking worry about like if I get pulled over, I might get killed by this cop. Mm. They don't have to worry about like oh if I go to like a a fucking a non-white neighborhood, mm. I might fucking get killed just for looking different. You know exactly. It's um. I mean, honestly, it's just um, do. I mean, all you gotta do is have um, have low expectations, man. That's it. Like, it does not surprise me anymore. You know, if you allow allow yourself to have a reaction to them, then you're gonna be affected. You know, I was working actually. Uh, I was working um, at this place uh, in which uh, my boss, uh, my supervisor, he was getting mad over uh, white people storming into the Capitol, and I'm like, dude, are you serious? I'm like you're not one. You're not there. Yeah. And two, it's like it's like it's suspected. I'm I'm expecting this. It's like when the cool uh the cool uh collects can, uh uh marched on uh Washington. Yeah. I think uh when was that? That was like 1960s or something. Fucking cool Klux Klan thinks they own the fucking place, and you know a lot of white supremacists are in like actual like governmental positions are in like the police force and everything. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those people in the Capitol riot protests are like, they're, they're actually like fucking cops and shit. Yes. <laughs> you right. Know? Like it's, it's like, uh, it's all just like the help uphold, like the waning influence of white people, like all over the world. Mm. Because right now we're seeing kind of like, the degeneration of that power that they have over us. Mm. People are starting to wake up. You, what do you think uh, changed our circumstances, you know? Well, do they, uh, should they give uh, reparations to minorities or like incentives or, you know, what could change the, uh, the future of the U.S.? Revolution. Revolution. Revolution and then reparations. Mm-hmm. Because under... Our current system, you're not going to see fucking reparations, dude. That's true. That's true. Because you would have, you would need a white population that actually feels bad about it. Mm-hmm. And right now, you're not going to have like fucking white people feel bad over like fucking killing minorities, like mm-hmm. kind of like upholding genocide. You're not going to see that. It's it's honestly it's like um, uh, they're unapologetic, you know? Yeah. Because they see nothing wrong with it, because well they got theirs. Mm. They see they don't have to fucking live with like lead in their fucking water. They don't have to live with like fucking worrying about like bills, uh, bills, whether or not they're going to get killed by a cop tomorrow, fucking things like that. You know what? I was talking to an individual today, and he was telling me like uh, there was this girl that he used to know. Uh, the, like this is out in so- uh, South. Okay. And she was working a job at McDonald's. Okay. And um, he said that um, she got access to a house quicker than the, uh, a black woman did, because he had um, I forgot what this friend's name this friend's name was, but uh, he was telling me that the white uh, the white girl 
got faster access to a house than the black woman, and she's been working longer. Yeah, it's it's another it's again systemic racism upholding colonialism, and like you're seeing it all you can whatever you look at, like uh, governmental wise, you just you see how bare naked all this fucking oppression is. It's like you have to be fucking willfully ignorant mm. to like not see it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like you have to be willfully ignorant to not see that there's a problem with the media. Um, I don't know, just basically lighten lightening uh, pictures and everything like that. You know, you know what I'm talking about, like in magazines for models. Oh yeah, you know, dude. like skin and colorism. The media, the media lies to you to uphold to kind of like make us seem like things are all right mm. when they really aren't. And it's, you have, in order to, like, really, like, in order to have, like, actual, like, uh, mental autonomy, Mm. you have to educate yourself, man. That's true. Because the fucking mainstream media is not going to educate you. It's going to fucking fill your head with fucking bullshit. You know what? To be honest, man, ever since I left out of school... Regular people, ever since I left out of school, I've learned so much more than I did in high school. I've learned things about life, credit, investing, outside of school. And that's saying a lot. Because there's no value in, like, giving you the keys to your own freedom. Why the fuck would they give you that? They want you to be a good little citizen that doesn't think about the fact that, oh, shit, why the fuck? Am I, why am I like two paychecks away from like fucking absolute financial ruin? Mm. Why the fuck is it that uh, I gotta pay a hundred thousand dollars just so I can fix this broken leg that I have? Or how there's no room for advancement. Exactly. There's no social mobility in the society, and that's the that's the truth. I'm not I'm not gonna uh, no listen up- to nepotism. No mm. no upwards mobility because mm. you you're you can fucking. <laughs> Oh, okay. You're, you can get go homeless real fucking fast if you if you just, like, stop paying everything, you know? Yeah. You know what? Uh, oh, my God. You know what? I was on Snap, too. Like, they have this uh, thing called Daily Mail I was looking at. Yeah. And it, it was showing... Um, there was a slide that was showing me. It said uh, why people... It was showing people's reason for why they went homeless. Mm-hmm. And some people's reasons were that they had a master's degree. And that, uh, and that that the market crashed, and then they couldn't buy a house again. Why the fuck is it that people with a master's degree, why the fuck are they homeless? Why the fuck is there no like guarantee of a job if you go into a field that you actually enjoy, that you actually want to do? Like, why do you have to worry about, like, oh, are my skills marketable? Like... Mm. Why do you have to sell your fucking soul? Mm. Why do you have to sell every single bit of your labor uh, in order to, like, fucking live, you know? Like, this is no way to live. Honestly, yeah. Like, it, and it, that was, especially growing up, like, there was, like, a certain, like, depression I felt knowing that, like, I'm probably never going to fucking own a house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm probably going to be fucking struggling with bills my whole fucking life, you know? I mean, if, like, things don't change, obviously. But I feel like things will eventually, like, get better. 
but they have to get worse first. Mm. But, like, there's no real, like, fucking... I feel like our generation has no hope. Mm-hmm. There, There is no hope. There, there, honestly, there's nothing for us to, um, to take, take away from this, you know? Take away from colonialism. It's, uh... Um, take away from capitalism mm. and everything. It's, there's nothing left for us. All, all that's left is that we, we go towards a more just system and people are realizing that in order to succeed in capitalism, you have to oppress your fellow man. And that's what we're going to leave with you, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we actually have a bonus episode coming.